Episode number 65, Atomic Habits, part one. In this episode, we are continuing our habit series. We are going to get clear on your why. We're going to get clear on the direction that you are headed. And we are going to take your habit audit. We're going to get clear on one specific habit in each category that you want to change, that you want to take from not working to working, and that you want to cultivate a new habit around. We're gonna get into that and so much more in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week, I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. All right, we're continuing our habit series. Welcome back. Grab that audit, grab all your notes, the things that are working, the things that aren't working any longer, and let's take a good look at it. We're going to start by going through each of the categories and looking at the things that aren't working and deciding which one of those things is the easiest one for you to create a habit around changing it so it does work for you. So we want to take it from not working to working. (laughs) Pretty simple. It's easier said than done though, for sure. And this morning I was listening to a podcast episode on the Career Contessa podcast, which is one of my favorites. I discovered it not too long ago. And the podcast is all about work, life, not balance, but integration. And it's mostly focused on topics that impact your professional life. And in the episode that I listened to, the host, her name is Lauren, she gave such a powerful analogy about how when we create a new habit, it's important to make it challenging enough where when we achieve that goal or when we create that habit, we feel rewarded for showing up, but not so challenging that it deters us from participating or not so challenging that we can't sustain it. And then when we don't do it, we feel like a loser. And the analogy she used that stuck with me is she talked about how over Christmas her and her mom got snowed in and they were working on a puzzle. And they started with a thousand piece puzzle and they sat down, worked on it for four hours and grew very frustrated because they didn't even get the border done. The next day they started a 500 piece puzzle. They worked on it for twice the time, eight hours, and she said it felt like the time just flew by and they got so much more accomplished. So double the time, but the perceived effort wasn't as great and there was more of a reward at the end where they felt motivated to continue and they wanted to continue. So we want to make sure that when we're selecting the thing that isn't working that we want to change, we want to pick the easiest one. And if you're anything like me, I come out hot out of the gate whenever I start anything new. I'm one of those excited people, just like I said in the last episode, That brand new energy, that fresh start energy catches me every time. And I always think I just want to do it all. 
but you can't do it all. You can do anything, but you cannot do everything. So do yourself a favor, start with the simplest one because we're focusing on five categories here and that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot, a lot. So pick the easiest one and then we're gonna look at all five of them and consider should you just be starting with one or maybe a combination of all five. So, all right, you're gonna pick the easiest one in the categories that you can change. Now, some of these things might be really easy swaps. So I'm gonna talk you through my easiest ones and my categories and some of them tie into one another and some of them are really easy fixes for me that I've just been putting off. So here we go. For me, the physical thing to fix or that isn't working, I put, it's not working that I'm ditching my annual doctor's visit and my annual lab appointment. That's not cool, but I've been doing it. I've been pushing it off, I've been rescheduling it. So for me, that's a really easy fix. I could change it from not working to working simply by, I already have the appointment scheduled. It's coming up in three weeks. I actually need to show up for the appointment. I need to get it on the calendar and I need to make sure I go. So I'm putting that on my my easy one for physical well-being. Now I'm also, since that's a one and done type deal, I go to the doctor's appointment once and it's done, I'm also going to pair in the yoga there because I can work on that. I think that looking at what I'm doing well, I'm really good at exercise and having a regular exercise routine. So because that practice is already in place, it would be really easy for me to swap out one of my other workouts with yoga. I'm not saying it's going to be easy mentally because I don't always want to take the pause to actually do yoga. In fact, I never want to. So it's going to be really hard, but I know that I could do it and it is achievable for me. So those are the two that I'm picking in that category. Do what looks easiest for you on your list. And if you need to pause the episode at any time, do it. Do it to make your selections. For me, my next category is mental health and looking at what's not working. I know the hardest one for me to change is going to be screen time because I waste a lot of time on my phone. I do. And like I mentioned, TikTok wasted time. At least I'm having fun and I enjoy it. But my Instagram wasted time usually doesn't end well because I usually end up comparing myself. That's when all the the shooting stuff comes up. So for me, if I work on my screen time, I also could take care of the shooting stuff that isn't working for me. But I know that it's actually going to be really hard. But I know that it's it, I know that those two tie in together. So I am going to pick that as my habit that I want to work on. But that is a really hard one. But I, I'm putting it in there. So for me, for the mental health, it's going to be limiting my Instagram time and working on the comparison. Next up, I have career. I'm going to focus in specifically on my business and I think the easiest one, easiest yet still stretching me is going to be reviving my podcast. When when you have a podcast, it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes preparation for episodes, it takes consistency, it takes sitting down and actually recording it. And that is a time commitment and it is a stretch because I've been out of practice. I took a hiatus from the podcast, had over 60 some episodes very consistently and I'm out of practice, so I need to get that habit built back up, but not only will it help me move my business forward, but I know it also will make me feel good too because it's something I enjoy. So I'm picking that as my career one. That's going on there. That's my pick for that one. All right, and then financially, 
I think the one that I'm not going to pick is like learning more about real estate. That just, I don't have time for that. I'm working on the podcast. I'm working on so many other things. I'm not picking that one. I'm going to pick looking at my financial goals and actually assigning a value to it. Because for me, and I don't know if it's because money wasn't talked about when I was younger, for whatever reason, sometimes when money is discussed, I just completely like gloss over And I've worked really hard for that not to happen and for me to actually look at my finances and not avoid it and not be afraid of it and not put it off. So I've become so good, as I mentioned in the other episode, and my good category is tracking and budgeting. But when it comes to actually looking at the value of things, so I'm going to think of an example. Like I experienced sticker shock. So let's say I really want to go on a trip to Greece and there's a value attached to that. I could get really hyped about planning the trip, but I'll avoid looking at how much everything costs because I want to avoid the sticker shock. So I never have a goal in mind to do it, and then I never actually do it because I'm avoiding looking at the entire cost of everything. So for me, I think actually getting clear on what are those financial goals, what value is attached to it, and then build my action steps around that and what I want to do with that. So actually looking at the numbers, that's going to be my one for financially. In terms of relationships, I think the most achievable one for me would be expressing more gratitude. I think that it will be a stretch because I'm appreciative, I think, by nature. And I do think I do a good job of of expressing that and, and of saying that using my words. But I think that it's easy to lose sight of it in the day-to-day and even just simple things like I think of things that my boyfriend does for me or just even in friendships, things that happen that I just simply don't acknowledge because it's just become the norm. So it's going to be a stretch to recognize those moments where I can't express gratitude and it's also going to be a stretch when I'm thinking of how do I want to express it and you know have it feel authentic. So that's going to be my pick for that one. And I think it will deepen my relationships too, which will be a wonderful thing. All right, so now that we have the thing in each category that you want to take from not working to working, we have that identified. For the rest of this episode, we want to get really clear on who is the future you and what does that look like? Because remember in the previous episode, we talked about how you are the sum of your habits. We're literally talking about changing your identity when we talk about changing your habits. It's not just about doing yoga once per week, but I'm making that change because I want to be the type of person who experiences the peace that yoga offers. I could benefit from having more peace in my life. I could benefit from being more calm, from pausing, from slowing down, from being more intentional which is why yoga is on my list. So with all of our habit changes, we have deeper feelings attached to it. So now this is where I want us to go deeper and I want us to look at each change we want to make. So for me, the first one on my list is yoga. Yoga and the doctor's appointment and my physical health. Who is the type of person who goes to yoga? Who is the type of person that attends their doctor's appointments? Who is the type of person that scrolls through Instagram and doesn't experience the comparison or who is the type of person who isn't attached to their Instagram scrolling? Who is the type of person who produces podcasts consistently? Who carves out the time to actually plan the episode, sit down, show up? 
who is the type of person who has clear financial goals, who is the type of person who expresses gratitude in their relationships. So these are the type of questions I want you to start asking yourself attached to the habits that you are looking to create. What does the future you look like? So for me, I already mentioned with the yoga, I, future me is peaceful. Future me is more mindful. Future me pauses and takes intentional breaks to do yoga and slow down. And therefore in real life, outside of the yoga mat is also more mindful and more slow, intentional. I really want to embody that. That's what I'm going after. And that's what I hope to achieve through yoga is feeling more, not just intentional, but also more go with the flow, releasing the control. And I think that establishing a regular practice could really help me achieve that. So I want to be the type of woman who is more in their feminine energy, more in a flow, releasing and releasing. I'm all about releasing. I'm all about give me some peace, give me some reliefs. Now, in terms of the doctor's appointment, I also want to be the type of person who honors promises because <laughs> I feel like every time I reschedule my doctor's appointment, honestly, I feel like a loser. And I do it because I just am like, oh, I don't have time for that. I'm, I don't want to go to that. And I push it off. And you know what? I'm not that kind of person. I'm the type of person who shows up when they're supposed to. But every time I do this, it bothers me. And I know that it needs to be done. And I just keep pushing it off. So I want to be the type of person who doesn't push off their doctor's appointments, who shows up when they say they're going to show up, and who means what they say. Because I keep rescheduling it. And then the date comes. And then I reschedule it again. So silly. Okay. I'm excited to work on that. Now, no judgment. No judgment. This is all in good fun and um, well within my control to show up to the doctor's appointment. All right. Now, I want to be the type of person eventually who could freely scroll through Instagram and not compare themselves, but I don't think that's humanly possible. So I think future me has boundaries with her phone and doesn't need to always be scrolling on Instagram and is comfortable without her phone and is comfortable being in the here and now and is comfortable just being quiet. I think that when I'm bored, I go to my phone instantly rather than finding another way to either just, just be or to just watch TV, I end up on my phone. So future me is going to be comfortable watching TV alone and is not going to go on their phone and is not going to use Instagram as a distraction and is going to appreciate Instagram and enjoy using it and not use it to compare herself. And future me is going to love recording podcast episodes and is going to consistently show up for her podcast. And I think for me, that goes back to the doctor's appointment example. Future me feels like she sets, she says she's going to do something and she does it. She doesn't cancel on herself. She doesn't flake on herself. She's a woman of her word. And that's the type of person future me is. And I think that the financial one goes hand in hand with that because similar, because I think not only does future me show up and do what she says, but she also 
faces the truth. And I think money doesn't lie. Looking at values of things and cost of things, that doesn't lie. It's a black and white number. So future me isn't afraid to face the truth. She doesn't run from the truth. And she freely express, expresses gratitude in her relationships. And receives gratitude too because I think in order to give gratitude, you also have to feel comfortable comfortable receiving it as well. And that's future me. Future me, to summarize, is peaceful, a woman of her word, is comfortable not being on her phone, doesn't struggle with comparison as much, shows up when she says she's going to, and isn't afraid to express the truth, and freely expresses and receives gratitude in her relationships. That is who future me is. And I want you to do the same thing with the things you want to work on. Who is future you? What does she feel like? What emotions does she have? What values does she have? What does she stand for? Who is she really? And who is she? Beneath these habits, who is she at her core? I want you to go through this exercise and actually write out who she is. Future me is for me, is peaceful, a woman of her word, shows up when she says she's going to show up, faces the truth, expresses and receives gratitude, isn't afraid to be without her phone, limits comparison. And then, once you have that really clear, I want you to put it on a post-it and read it and really take it in. Because we really want you to feel connected with the direction that you're headed. We don't want you to lose sight of that goal because let me tell you, when my doctor's appointment comes up, the last thing I'm thinking of is, I want to be a woman of my word. Future me is a woman of her word. No, all I'm thinking of is, I don't want to go to that. I want to cancel that. I don't want to show up. So, but we need to be so connected to that feeling that when the doctor's visit comes up, I could say, you know what? I need to show up for me. I'm working towards something here. I'm, I'm honoring promises I keep to myself. But you need reminders. You need to stay connected to that feeling. So whether you want to write it on a post-it note, whether you want to make yourself a vision board, whatever that is. And we could do an entire other episode on vision boards. But we need an anchor. We need something to tie you into that feeling that you're going after. Whatever that is, we could do a whole episode on vision boards and anchors to anchor you to your goals, but you need a reminder. And the reminder can't just be a post-it that says, go to yoga, unless that reminder evokes a feeling in you. You want to feel a reminder that's like, hey, yeah, the future me who wants to feel peaceful, that's what I'm going after. I'm going after the peace. Help me get some peace. So, okay, get clear on who you actually want to be. Get clear on your why. And setting us up for the next episode, a quote that I love from Atomic Habits, the book, we don't rise to the levels of our goals, we fall to our systems and our systems are our habits. We're doing this so that eventually the things that aren't working could fall into the things that are working category. So eventually we don't have to have an anchor to remind us to go to yoga We don't have to put a reminder on our phone, yoga's in an hour. Reminder, be peaceful. (laughs) We We don't have to do that. It just becomes a part of our everyday. 
you don't have to remind yourself to express gratitude in your relationships. It just happens. And if you need evidence for things just working and happening, look at your what is working for you because those are habits that you've already created that are working. And for each and every category, man, we came up with three of them. That's a lot. Three times five. We have 15 things in your life that are working. There is true evidence that things are working for you. And we're just working on taking something and making it work better for you. Now, setting us up for the next episode, in the next episode, now that we know what our why is, where we're going, our direction, our things we want to work on, we're going to talk about how we actually structure a habit around the things we want to change. And something getting us ready for our next episode Tiny changes, big results. We're going for tiny, micro, tiny, tiny changes because those are the most sustainable. And we're going to talk about anticipating setbacks just a little bit in the next episode. And then we're going to have a special guest who talks more about setbacks. And that's where we're headed. I'm looking forward to our next episode. If you want more ideas of what habits can you change? What isn't working for you? What are some habits you you do want to cultivate? Maybe you have no idea what's not working for you. We're going to have an entire episode in this habit series dedicated to 23 new habits that you can create in 2023. And I'm going to separate it out in different categories. So check out that episode if you're stuck for ideas. And I will see you or you'll hear me, I should say, in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light. And I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.